Hello, you undead jams and jellies. My name is Emma. And I'm Addie. And welcome back to another episode of That's My Jam, in which we talk about The Walking Dead instead of jam. So, I had heard about The Walking Dead back when it first started, and my mom was really into it. But I don't know, I was either too young slash didn't care. <laughs> I feel like I was too young, and I wasn't, not th- I don't know. I need, I guess I should have checked when it first came out, but I think yeah. I was too young slash I was like, I don't think I'd like it. And then I think she stopped watching it and then it's like I had no reason to randomly start watching it right. again. And then um, it all started for me <laughs> in 2018 in the summer when I went to Universal Studios and they have the Walking Dead, like ma- this like maze thing. And I remember I was just so concerned that it was going to be like jump scary like a haunted maze situation. It was like an indoor thing. But it wasn't, it was just like the setting was spooky because it was like the opening of the show with like the hospital. Oh. And you like walk in and then they had like the lights flickering and then they had like the hospital doors with the barricade with the... Dump dead open inside. (laughs) And so I was like, okay. And then you like walk through like some, it was like an operating room or something that had like Everything was just, like, scattered everywhere Mm. and whatever. And I was like, this is kind of cool. And then Adrian was like, oh, my God, this is, like, I feel like I'm in the show. And I was like, (laughs) maybe I should watch this show. Because he was, like, nerding out over it. And I was like, one, I I wish I had context for this. But it was so cool, even without the context, that I was, like, impressed. And I was like, maybe I should jump on this bandwagon. (laughs) And so that summer, I think we watched... The whole, like, everything that was out at the time in, like, three weeks. Nice. We were, like, going hard <laughs> at it, like, eight episodes a day. And, yeah. So that was my experience, and then I've since kept up with it. And I think it's good, like, neither of us ever watched it live, like... Until recently. Until recently. Yeah. So, in my opinion, like, some of the middle seasons that aren't as great, like, I'm glad I could just, like, binge watch them. Right. Because I feel like, overall, I have a more positive feeling about, like, the show... In general, mm-hmm. and like these last couple seasons, like that we did watch live, I feel like we're good ones yeah. to have to wait for compared yeah. to like some other ones. So it all worked out. I'm pretty glad that I <laughs> haven't like slowly been watching it forever. <laughs> but that's my journey with it. Right. How about you? Um, well, as you know, because I Skyped with you about it multiple times, <laughs> um, it was summer of 2019, and I was. Working two jobs up in Alaska, one of which was at an ice cream place. And yeah, it was awesome. Got a free scoop every shift. (laughs) (laughs) I ate way too much homemade ice cream, Um, but it rocked. But yeah, so I mostly, so I had like barely any time to like hang out with my friends up there. So because I was working um, pretty much every day of the week. So what I did have time for though was some mind numbing television before I crashed for the day and then woke up. Like, an hour before I had to go to the other job. Um, so, I I don't know why I decided to watch the... Honestly, I don't have a good reason. Like Yeah, I don't know why either because, one, I didn't think it would be something that you would like right. as much as you do. And two, 
I knew you hadn't seen it, so it's not like I ever really talked about it to right. you. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't know it's anyone It's not like who I was like, Addie, you should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you just randomly decided to. Yeah. My older brother watched it, um, like, when I was an undergrad. Um, so this was in grad school, and then I, I started in grad school, but in undergrad, my brother watched it, and he had read some of the comics of it. Um, but he, again, he didn't really talk about it with me because like I said, he knew I didn't, like you said, sorry, he didn't, he knew I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I don't like zombie things. Like, yeah, see, I don't necessarily I just... dislike them, but I don't really know if I've seen anything besides yeah. Walking Dead. Like, I don't seek that out in yeah. terms of like the horror genre. Yeah, I've, I've like actively avoided it <laughs> because like, I mean, I'm like vampires, werewolves, whatever. Um, but it's like, uh, I, I saw the, the funny British... What is that one? Shaun of the Dead? Mm, the Brit- mm-hmm. Yeah, the British one. Um, and that was almost a little bit too much for me with, like, sort of gore, but also just, like, I, I just makes me sad when, like, people you love turn into things that don't remember you and want to kill you. And I'm right. like, nah, thanks. Um, so I don't, I really don't, I think what it was is I was watching some other, like, kind of apocalyptic kind of show, and then it, like, ended, and so I was like, I need something like this, and I was like, mm. well, I'll try The Walking Dead. And then, yeah, that was, like, what I was doing in my spare time between jobs, is, like, I'd be cooking a grilled cheese and watching <laughs> The Walking Dead. Um, well, and yeah. that's one of the few shows, like, for me, I feel like there's, like, five or less shows that I've seen the whole thing of where the pilot is, like, really good. Yeah. I feel like it's, like, a phenomenon where it's usually, like, the second episode where I'm like, okay, so pilots I yeah. usually, like, disregard my feelings about mm-hmm. because I always feel like I never like them, even, like, for some of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. But that pilot... Like, it's so good. I know. And I was like, I am ready. Like, I could just feel. And it's so exciting to, like, get into a new show that you're, like, so. Like, you know that you're going to be so into it. Yeah. And so I could just, like, <laughs> like five minutes in, I was like, this is my life now. <laughs> like, I am committed to all of the seasons of this. Yeah, we need to know what happens exactly. to this poor man who wakes up in the hospital and the zombie apocalypse has already happened. Mm-hmm. Like, Which is such a good. Yeah. Like, it's such a good starting point. Yes. Uh, I think, I don't know, I think that's part, like, like, I also don't like disaster movies, and I think it's because you get to watch the world fall apart, and it never really starts, like, after Mm. the fact. Um, Although, I mean, there are some TV shows that do. Well, like, we used to watch Revolution. (laughs) Quick shout out to Revolution. (laughs) Please let us know if you watched it. I think we're the only two people who still remember it existed. It it was a time. (laughs) Yes. But uh, that's one that, like, you know, you see flashbacks of the world falling apart, Mm -hmm. but it mostly takes place after the world has fallen apart. But maybe they ripped that off The Walking Dead, because The Walking Dead did come first. But anyway, um, yeah, so the ones, like, disaster movies where you you see the world falling apart, like, I've never really been a fan of that either. So, yeah, the fact that it, like, like, this dude didn't have any idea it was, this dude, it's Rick. Why am I calling this dude? (laughs) This one, dude. (laughs) Because, sorry, I was back in the mindset of when I first watched it. I was like, I have no context for who Rick is. I'm like, he's, I knew his name was Rick. But I was like, okay, Same. this Wait, dude... no, I didn't. That's <laughs> I knew of Daryl and Rick. Right. The names. Yeah. But I didn't know who played which one. I knew... Da- yeah, I knew Daryl was the one with the crossbow and the motorcycle. Mm. And I knew that he had, like, outlived everyone. Like, he was still around in the recent seasons mm. that I hadn't seen yet. And... But I knew, like, from social... Just, like, stuff on... Like, posted on Facebook and stuff. I knew Carl was gonna be a big, big character. Mm. I don't think I knew that he died. Spoiler alerts. I mean, if you're listening to this, you should. Yeah, we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be spoiling basically everything. Yeah. So if you haven't caught up, I would suggest to to the end of season ten. Yes. Yeah, because we oh, haven't yes, seen. Oh yes, yes. We're recording now without having seen season eleven yet. Yes. 
So if yeah. you're not caught up to the end of season 10, I would highly suggest it. Yeah. This goes out specifically to my mom. <laughs> Do not listen to this and instead use your time to catch up and then listen to this because it got really good. So anyways, yes. Yeah. Full spoilers ahead. Yeah. So I, yeah, I didn't know, I knew, I knew Daryl was still alive and I was like, I will allow myself to become attached to Daryl because I also knew <laughs> that a lot of people were going to die. Because mm-hmm. that was like The Walking Dead's like big thing. It's kind of like Game of Thrones. Like you never really know who's safe. Um, but I think I did know Glenn was going to die, but that did not mm. stop me from becoming attached to Glenn and being pretty sad. Well, very sad when he was gone. See, um, I don't think I knew anything, but that's always the case. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I can stay so oblivious to, like, being <laughs> things. Either that or it's the fact that I'm super forgetful. Mm-hmm. That could be part of it, too. Or like, it's like you hear something out of context and then yeah. five years pass and I'm like, I have no memory of this, even mm-hmm. though I'm sure I read it somewhere. I think I just remember that because I think because there was such a big outrage over Glenn's death or like the cliffhanger mm-hmm. for like is he dead or not and then like later on when he did die so brutally it was like there was such big outrage about it like on Facebook and stuff that like when I saw that like when I saw his face I was like Glenn oh <laughs> I was like this is who everyone was mad about and then as we we're going on I was like I can see why they were mad he's yeah. a sweetheart yeah so but yeah so I knew like weird things like that but I had no idea like what the plot line of this show was mm-hmm. at all so yeah so he wakes up in the hospital and it's just that's just crazy to me like like you miss the end of the world and you wake up from a coma you're wandering around it's like what is going through his head like did I die am I going crazy I know I think like, I I always thought that he assumed that he was like dead yeah since he's like the only person like he couldn't find anyone else yeah and I was like I don't know that first episode so trippy that's what I like about mm-hmm. it too is it's so focused on him that it's like you're figuring out what's going on at the same time as he's trying to figure out what's going on yeah yeah it's good um, yeah it's really good I remember being very invested in Rick's relationship with his family, but then the more I got to know his wife, (laughs) I was like, you know what? Never mind. Maybe just Carl. (laughs) Maybe just Carl. Maybe I just want you to become BFFs again with Carl. Which, that kid is a really, he was a really good actor as a little kid. Yeah. Well, that makes it seem like he isn't now. He's a good actor. For a child actor. I was like, Wow. Yeah. I was impressed with him. I, after watching The Walking, after catching up to The Walking Dead, um, after grad school, when I moved back home, I ended up re-watching everything with my mom, who'd never seen it before. And that was one of the first things she said, was like, this little boy is such a good actor. I was like, I know. She's like, look at him crying. It's so sad. I was like, I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he's good. And then... Carl. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was glad that he found them. After a couple episodes, too. Because yeah, I was really I was worried. Like, I was worried he wouldn't, or yeah. they'd, like, just miss each other or something. Yeah. But then once he did find them, I was like, well, I don't know if you really need it to find <laughs> your wife, but okay. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I was kind of worried it would be, again, we're gonna, I'm going to reference Revolution, where it takes them so long to find Danny, Charlie's brother, and then immediately after, Danny dies. And I was like, mm-hmm. if we spend two seasons finding his family... I'm not, I don't know if I can stick with this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, he finds him, like... He finds him pretty fast. Really soon, yeah. Which is nice. I do feel like the first season, like, the pace was really good, which I was impressed by. Because it was like, they present a new problem, and then they didn't drag it out forever until it was solved. And I was like, well, that's good. Yeah, and I just, I don't know, I, I'm, I think one of the reasons I really did like it is because, yes, it is very gory, and there's a lot of zombies, and there's a lot of tragedy where it's, like, people you love become zombies, mm-hmm. and you have to see them as yeah, zombies. Yeah, literally all the things you were saying at the beginning that yeah, you didn't like. that I didn't like, <laughs> but, um... The show itself focuses more on the, like, survival aspect of it and, like, learning, like, 
you know, how to how to navigate the zombie world, like, mm-hmm. with, like, noisemakers or traps and stuff, like, you know, like, how to survive that way. And it's more about, like, the social dynamics of this group. Yeah. And, um, and morality, like, how they're navigating that aspect of it, too. Yeah, it's not like a, oh, the zombies are coming, kind yeah. of, like, it's not focused on them or, like, yeah. the, like, scary zombie kind of thing. Yeah. It's very much, like, like, a story playing out that just happens to be set mm-hmm. within that. The zombies are, like, a back... They're background noise, literally. And <laughs> but, like, they're, like, they're in the background. And then, you know, they'll become a problem yeah. that they have to work around. Um, but it's always, almost always, like, a secondary problem. Like, right. And then they, they always run into more important problems of, like, food. Yes. And stuff like that, where it's, yeah. like... Food, shelter. Then they go and have to baby. find food. <laughs> and then it's, like, oh, well, there's zombies. We need to get rid of them in order to get to the food. But yeah. they're, like, a side, a side thing. Yeah. Which is, yeah, odd. And then they also like delve a lot into like the psychology of like someone who spends like like um michonne when she was out on her own with all the zombies like what that did to her and mm-hmm. then her, like her coming back and then how she comes close to losing it and like going back and forth kind of that yeah um, i love all that psychological stuff yeah and like the kids who are growing up like in the zombie apocalypse like how do they like how is that affecting their psyche and like how they perceive zombies like you see with the whole thing with lizzie later on but then you have kids like judith who are like growing up like strong and moral and like they like she's so wise mm-hmm. and carl was that way too but like carl had to like yeah well judith like that, she doesn't know any different yeah and carl did and yeah so yeah like that's there's layers to, of all that too it's it's nuts but then of course there's also like really unnecessary drama sometimes where you're like did we need this oh yeah <laughs> yeah definitely and and i do think they ran into some of the like pacing problems like in later seasons and everything yeah but like yeah i was gonna skip ahead to give an example but we should go in order and start. I th- we decided we were going to talk like villain by villain, like take it that way. Yeah. Um. Even when the group themselves becomes the villain. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Um. I guess the first major one. Well, I guess was Shane technically. Technically, I thought their whole dynamic was really interesting. The, the, apparently, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. I, I like the classic thing of like, I thought you were my friend, and then there's all these weird problems like in their friendship and stuff like that. Yeah. And like differences of opinion. So I thought that was like a good like first villain because it wasn't like a villain. Yeah. Who's, like setting out to like ruin a bunch of people's lives, mm-hmm. but it was more of like an insidious kind of thing. It's like one of our own is like turning against us or whatever. Yeah. I kind of wish though that they had made it more about. Their difference of like survival yeah because like that's that was that was the most interesting part of it for me oh yeah that for sure they've been you know best friends forever they were partners police officers mm-hmm. um and you've got rick who's like very much you know cowboy sheriff like we're gonna do what's right and we're gonna help as many people as we can mm-hmm. and we're gonna hold on to our hum- humanity and then shane's like the world is dead we're moving on and so are my values <laughs> <laughs> we are looking out for us and us alone we will do what it takes to survive. And, like, that's that's what's going to happen when the when the world ends. I don't know how to phrase that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Whoa. what people are going to do. There's going to be yeah. people who hold on to the values of the society that we had that crumbled. And there are people who are going to be like, all right, everyone for themselves. I'm protecting mine. You protect yours. Honestly, oh, Lord of the Flies. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, a lot of the later villains, too, have that same conflict with Rick and, like, other groups of people. But I feel like having it that early in the show, like, mm. it just reminds you that this is going to be, like, an ongoing problem right of like not everyone's gonna agree with the cowboy protagonist who has like such a like 
moral compass and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like there's gonna be interpersonal conflicts. Yeah. That have nothing to do with the zombie conflicts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's good to start, like you said, with someone that he was friends with mm-hmm. already. Because it's like changing world, so changing relationships. Because that and that's also what's gonna push him more in terms of like testing his morality. Like mm-hmm. if he kills some random dude, you know, who came after their family, which he did in the bar when they went to go get Herschel. Like he had to kill those I think those were the first people we saw him kill that mm-hmm. weren't zombies, if I remember right. And he's able to, like, you know, justify that because they were coming after his family, they were a danger, they were a threat to who he was trying to protect. So that's not really, that's not testing his morality. But then it's Shane, his, like, best friend, who's, like, not stopping, who won't stop coming after the people he loves. So he has to make that choice and kill Shane, and that's, like, a... I love that part. Yeah. It was, like, I don't know. Andrew Lincoln's a really good actor. He is. That's part of the reason why we didn't even talk about, like, our favorite characters, but... Not yet. Rick... <laughs> is like one of my favorites and I feel like that's so basic to say but <laughs> like and I didn't expect him to be like in the beginning I was like okay this is like like our male main character okay mm-hmm. and I thought he was gonna be like the one that everyone else plays off of so he's like the boring one which I mean he is less exciting I guess but he's like I don't know he's like weirdly complex like subtly mm-hmm. complex yeah and I like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's thought cool. you want to know <laughs> Um, so then we have the governor. Right. He, <laughs> Sorry. He really bothers me as a person, but I did think that, <laughs> personally, um, but his, like, weird, like, thing with his daughter, mm-hmm. like, all that stuff I thought was so interesting and, like, creepy. Yeah. So, it's like, I thought he was interesting and cool in a villain way in that sense, but then just, like, him just having basic conversations with people, <laughs> like, he was so annoying. Yeah. That I'm just like, mm, he was there for too long. <laughs> I was like, this man needs to go. Yeah, the governor, he, I mean, he has just this vaguely culty vibe to begin with. Where he's like, look at this safe haven that I've made. Come in. Don't be suspicious of anything. Don't think too much about it. <laughs> Life is ideal here. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. And then, and then he gets the whole, he eventually gets the eye patch, which is very comic book villain. And I think works in a graphic novel because it's like dramatic. Um, like visually dramatic, but then you add to that, like he's got the fish tank heads and the daughter, and like it's just it's very creepy, and so I don't understand one why anyone believed they were safe with him, <laughs> <laughs> like when you've got that whole vibe going right. on, or why Andrea fell for it. Um, but I have other issues about Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> like to briefly segue to talking about Angela. Angela, this is not the office. Andrea. <laughs> talking about Andrea um I agree with like some of the points she makes about like you know like when they take away her gun and she's like I have a right to carry a weapon too like why are you know like stuff like that mm-hmm. like that makes sense um but it's just the way she goes about making those points yeah and then her whole thing about like if Beth wants to die we should let her go for it like she has to make that decision on her own which again is like that is a, a fair point like you can't convince Beth to live she has to want to live but don't make it so easy for her to follow through with dying. I don't know. Like, that was, like, a weird whole thing. I don't know. I feel like the writers wanted her to be a strong, well-developed female character. Yeah. But but they tried to do that by making her, like, want to do all the traditionally male things. Like, mm-hmm. I want to walk patrol. I want to shoot a gun. And, like, I mean, you she can do all of that stuff. But, like, you she need... There's more... 
if it's going to be a really well-developed female character, you need more than that. Yeah, and I feel like it was very obvious, like, what they're trying to do with Yeah. Her. She, and, like, it's, it also, the fact that she's just drawn to power. Like, she wanted to be with Shane because he was the strong, like, alpha male dude. She wants to be with the governor later on because, like, he's the one in charge. She even has, like, a weird, I don't remember what she said exactly. Like, it's something about his title being the governor and it not being a nickname or something. Mm. But it's, like, like, that's, that's not a strong female character. Yeah. That's. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's annoying is what it is. But I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily blame the actress or, I don't know. It's just the character in general, like, annoyed me. And the governor, like, I didn't get why anyone was like, maybe we can trust this guy. I don't know. Yeah, he is very, like, comic booky. I feel like. And I feel like, because I, I don't know how many volumes into it I got, but I was, I did read a good chunk of the comics and he was a lot less weird mm. in there. Like, he fit in a lot better, I feel like, mm. in the comics. And then they just kind of took him and put him in the show. And I'm yeah. like, well, sometimes you need to, like... <laughs> some adaptations when you're making it into a TV show and I feel like they kept like too much of the things that he had going on in the comics Mm -hmm. and then they didn't really translate that well yeah well, with the heads, I can't remember his reasons for having the heads. Like, something about either. enemies or being seen as strong and crazy. I don't know. But, <laughs> like, that, like, I don't think they really explore the mentality behind that. Um, but then also with the daughter, like, that is something you would be thinking about. Is like, there has to be someone who's, like, maybe, I, like, Herschel. Like, he's like, I think I can fix my family if we just wait for a cure. Mm-hmm. And there's zombies in the barn. And, like, the governor kind of had that same thing going on where he's like, this is my daughter, I can't kill her. Um, And I don't think that that was explored either. No, and that's, like, that was such an interesting part of his character, like, that you wouldn't have expected. And and I feel like they didn't really use it to its full potential. He kind of, because he gets mad at Michonne about killing his daughter. And then later on, when he goes um, and meets Tara's family, he's, like, already gotten over it, kind of. I mean, he, like, is trying to replace his lost family with Tara's sister and her niece. But, yeah, he's, he's like, like, I wasn't in my right mind kind of thing. And I was like, when did you reach this conclusion? Yeah. Like, when has this personal growth happened? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, he bothers me. But, I mean, they had some good storylines with him. Yeah, they did. It got us Michonne. Yes. Which is my favorite character. Uh, I love Michonne. She's awesome. Um, and it's, it's it kind of goes back to, like, having a strong female character who's well-rounded. Because you see her, when you first meet her, she's, like, pretty scary. Mm-hmm. She's got, like, the swords and she's got these two, like, zombies. She's walking around with chains and you're like, what? what's going on? Um, and then, like, you, I don't know, there's that moment where she, like, holds Judith for the first time, mm-hmm. and she starts crying, and I was like, there's no dialogue, and we don't find out about, like, what that's about until much later, but I was like, oh, this is, this is about her backstory. Like, she had a baby. Um, so I was like, yeah, I don't know, so there was, like, depth there already, and then, like, her relationship with Carl is, like, yes! my favorite thing. I love them so much. I know, because it's, like, yeah, like, she's, she gets her sense of humor back, and mm-hmm. she starts, like, I don't like, she's, like, his, she's his best friend. Yeah. And that's just so cool. Like, she's such a badass, and then has such this, like, softer, fun side, and is able to balance that, and, you know, keep people on a good moral track. Like, when Rick starts to veer off, she's like, listen here, you dumbass, and then she pulls him back to mm-hmm. where he should be. Um, she keeps people in check, and she's a good leader. She's amazing. So, yeah, um, Michelle's my favorite. <laughs> But the governor, um, I think that that lets that leaves up to the prison, right? Or he comes back once they're in the prison. Yeah, the prison. I like love that whole whatever season ish that the prison was. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was that's like such a great setting. And then Herschel, I loved Herschel <laughs> so much. And like every episode that was set in the prison, I was like worried for his life. <laughs> um, it's so stressful. It was like, so when- stressful. 
Okay, because when they first find it, and they're like, they get start getting excited, like, they're like, this is a place, this is a good place. We mm-hmm. have two layers of fences, we've got all these, like, the doors set up, so it's like we can cut off sections. Yeah, that in theory, that's like yeah. one of the best spots you could have. Yeah, and then they're like, we just need to clear it out, and it's infested with, like, a bajillion zombies right now. Well, not a lot, but it was the most we'd seen, I think, up to that point, probably. That wasn't yeah. a herd. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like, you know, they're... Contained. Yeah, yeah, they're going up against... A hundred or something zombies in riot gear, so you can't even hit yeah. their heads. Yeah, that was intense, and I was worried. Yeah, I was worried about all of them because you also it's after a time jump, right? So like Lori is suddenly very, very pregnant, and they've had a hard winter, and they're all really like banged up, and they don't look very good. And they're like, we're gonna pull ourselves together because once we get through this, we'll be able to like start making a permanent place. And then it was like I always forget how long Lori's there for. Yeah, the, I I didn't much care for her character either. But I think after she's gone, I also got then got annoyed with Rick. Yeah. For... She she my annoyance for her lingered past her death because then she made Rick annoying for a while. Cuz he's like hallucinating. He's all like mopey and yeah, yeah like mopey. <laughs> I mean his wife died. He but... was like staring out into the abyss yeah. and like seeing her in random places taking phone calls from the dead people yeah like, what are you doing i was Rick? like okay you have a you have a kid to, you have two kids now who need you uh, it's it just the way they went about it yeah. and then yeah it went on for so long mm-hmm. and i was like okay we get it there's bigger problems here yeah. the governor's <laughs> coming back you still got zombies you gotta find formula for this baby yeah so then from there, yeah, after the governor blow after the governor blows up the prison and kills Herschel, which was very sad. My boy. <laughs> um, and then that's that's the whole Terminus storyline, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That well, took I, forever. Yeah, and, and that they like hyped that up yeah. so much and I was like and the fact that they dragged it out, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh my god, here we go. Like Terminus is gonna be something and then, crazy. When they finally got there, I was like so let down. It's over in two episodes. It's like what? Yeah. Was the point. And I, I, I don't know. No offense to them, but like when they were like, oh, like there's a, they find the map, they're like, there's a safe place. It's called Terminus. And I was like, that sounds unsafe. Yes. You will be terminated. Like this is Latin it's for in like. the name. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, once they get there, there's like the one episode of them getting there and they get shoved in a train car, right? Mm-hmm. And the next episode is when Carol busts them out. That was a good Carol moment. Yes. It was a wonderful Carol times. Yeah. But yeah, it is. And then Terminus is done. Yeah. Although, I mean, they do follow them afterward, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. That was just weird, because it's, like, we had, like, the governor was, like, the villain mm-hmm. for such a long period of time. Yeah. And then it's, like, that whole Terminus thing was, mm-hmm. like, oh. Getting there was most of the time. Yeah. And then it didn't really build up to anything, mm-hmm. and then it didn't last that long either. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember thinking, I just wanted... A, a clearer understanding of the backstory of the Terminus people. Because yeah. it's like luring people here to take their stuff and then eat them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, their weapons supply and their food supply is mm-hmm. all coming from people they're luring in. Yeah. Um, which is in the time of a zombie apocalypse, like you could see people, you know, losing it and going in that direction. Mm-hmm. But the reason that they lost it was that someone came into their community because it was a safe place and then some people came in, took over 
put them in train cars and we're hurting them. And they're like, oh, well, now we need you either you're the wolf or the sheep, right? Like, that's the thing that they said. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, well, then I, I feel like there's just there's a big difference between like, I feel like that would have just turned them into shame. Like, we need to protect our yeah. own kind of thing. Why did that push them to cannibalism? Like, as a group, they made that choice. Yeah. So I was <laughs> just one person. Yeah. It was like the whole family and then their friends. Yeah. Like the whole group. And I was, so I, I don't know. I wanted something. Not that I wanted them to have more trauma, but I was like, I think there it should wasn't, be yeah, it wasn't some kind of. It wasn't explained that well. Yeah. I was like, because it was also kind of told after the fact, like what happened. Yeah. But yeah. The weird part about that was, for me, was I had seen Once Upon a Time before I saw yes. The Walking Dead. And the actor who is the main Terminus dude is the adult Henry in Once Upon a Time. And so I was like, Henry? Why are you a cannibal? <laughs> and that was a weird time. But I'm glad it brought Carol back to the group. Yeah. And that was nice. And her and Daryl reuniting yes. was just nice. And then did we, did we, when does the hospital happen? Sorry, because I just remembered. Like, where is after. But Beth wasn't part of Terminus, was she? I have no memory of her. <laughs> And I don't know. I honestly don't remember the early ones that well. Mm. The order of things. Yeah. I think you're right, though. I feel like the hospital was before. Maybe. Well, no, because then they go up to Virginia. Because after the hospital, they take Noah up to Virginia to see his, to find his family. And that's when they all end up, like, at Alexandria with Oceanside on the coast and Hilltop, wherever the heck Hilltop is. I just don't remember Beth at Terminus, and that's why I'm wondering if she was. Yeah, I don't remember her there either. But that whole middle chunk is like where I feel like a lot of people stop watching it because it all blends together and (laughs) it's all a blur and there's no like main villain and it's just a bunch of groups of people. So I feel like like between the hospital and then like Negan, I'm like, I couldn't tell you. Like (laughs) I post, I guess I should say post prison to Negan, all of that is kind of blurry Mm -hmm. in terms of like what's even going on. I just remember, I know the Terminus happens after the prison because that's when Glenn and Maggie get separated. Yeah. And that's the whole thing getting back to each other. But that's when Beth and Daryl hang out too. Yes. And Daryl's at Terminus. And Beth is not. Yeah, I don't think she was. So maybe that's when she got snatched by the hospital. And she was just, that was like a simultaneous thing, Mm. maybe. And yeah, because Maggie didn't get to see Beth again, which is very, very sad. But yeah, then they meet Gabriel. So yeah, the hospital though, that was another one that like, it kind of, I felt like it went on a little long. Yes, absolutely. But, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, and we never come back to them. Mm-mm. So I was like, there was like a whole like backstory that like I just wanted to know more about. And then it's like the amount of time that has passed. I was like, how long have these people been here? Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like they had a cool like plot mm-hmm. line and then they didn't use it. Like they didn't explore it enough. Yeah. And so it just became this weird, like, side plot that, yeah. like, kind of dead-ended a little bit. Literally. In, into this, <laughs> end this is true. For Beth. Yeah. But then, yeah, and then Daryl got all sad. It was very sad. Yeah, him and Beth um, hanging out was one of my favorite things to come out of the prison collapsing. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know, like, like, it made a lot of sense, like, story-wise. Because it's like you have this character who's, Beth is kind of sunshiny. A little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but also, like, very, like, she's been through a lot. And so she is still choosing to have hope. And Daryl, he doesn't understand that, really. I mean, because he doesn't, I don't know. Like, he's he's very much a pessimist and mm-hmm. kind of a grumpy gills, if we're being honest. So, yeah, like, putting them together was a cool story decision. He's helping her learn how to take care of herself and be stronger. And then she's doing the same for him, like, trying to make him have more hope and be a better person and think about, like, his choices and stuff. So that was really cool to see. And then mm-hmm. it is gone. 
And then after the hospital, yeah, after the hospital, then they go to Virginia. And then they're in Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And then they become the bad guys. Yeah. I love how Carol immediately was like, I will revert back. Yes. <laughs> she was like, I know the character I need to play right yeah. now. She's like, and scene, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was so good. And then, like, even, like, she starts with, like, trying to take off the gun. She's like, oh, I don't, I'm not sure how to do this. And just, like, sets it on the thing and is, like, smiling at people. I was just like, oh, my God, Carol. It was so weird. I remember it was so trippy to see people, like, in a house. Yeah, it was. I was like, wait, that's so weird. Like, they have a bed, like, a normal bed in the kitchen and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is trippy. Yeah. They're walking around, like, on these, like, like spotless just built homes like they look like for sale homes yeah you know like never been touched and because they were never touched and then you know like they're all grimy and stuff i'm like when they sit down on the couch i'm like get off the yeah. couch <laughs> this is a new couch yeah. what are you doing um yeah and i i liked how they like explored the like psychological impacts of like all of a sudden being back in society mm-hmm. with people who didn't really experience the fall of the old society yeah. Like, they built walls real quick, and they might have fought a couple zombies, but they haven't had to deal with questioning morality or infighting or, like, anything really like that. And so yeah. it's like, you get where the group is coming from, which makes it really hard to have sympathy for some of the Alexandrians. But at the same time, you know, we still live in the society that the Alexandrians are a part of. Yeah. So you can understand their side of it, too, where it's like, these guys are, they've been through a lot, and they're making questionable decisions that wouldn't fly in the old society. And you can't, like, I like I have a hard time, like, approving of Carol's whole, like, threatening little boy, like, I'm gonna tie you to a tree out there, and the monsters are gonna get you. Right. Like, you under, you can, like, you understand, like, where Carol's coming from, because it's like, you, like, no one can know she just stole a gun. But at the same time, you're like, Carol, you can't frighten a boy like this. Yeah. And, and at the same time, you're also like, well, you, they don't know, they think that they might not be able to trust the Alexandrians, or, like, they need their own weapons. And you get that, because they've just been living out in a society where, like, weapons are really important to have. But at the same time, you're like, you should trust these people, because they do want to work with you, most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Then a bunch of people die, and then Rick and the gang have control of Alexandria. So, I don't know, I guess it worked out. <laughs> I was about to say, it kind of it worked out for them. <laughs> Problem kind of took care of itself. <laughs> and then we get to your favorite. My boy. <laughs> See, and I remember I was, like, hesitant to get hyped again after Terminus. Right. Because, like you said, they hinted, they, like, were talking about Terminus for so long, and they took so long to get there. And, and when I was watching with Adrian... His favorite villain's the governor, which makes no sense to me. <laughs> but so, like, he wasn't hyping up Negan either. Mm. Or, like, wasn't, like, telling me that I should be excited about something. You know what I mean? And so, when they first heard people saying the name, I was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> it's gonna get hyped up. Right. And it's gonna drag on and t- so long until you actually see him. And then it's gonna be this weird, like, letdown. And yeah. Then, you know, it was gonna be Terminus <laughs> 2.0. And then they did not disappoint me. <laughs> I... I was so pleasantly surprised, and I feel like it is... Like, I know so many people stopped watching it with the Glenn episode. Yeah. My dad actually... He had watched it way back when, and I think he'd stopped um, a couple episodes after Negan showed up. I think partly because Glenn and Abraham are just gone. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so quickly. But then also Negan obviously just took such delight in it mm-hmm. that he was like, mm, I'm good. Yeah, see, I feel like Negan was the first villain who actually seemed like... A villain. And it, I feel like they took his, like, comic book character and they, like, incorporated it better than they did with the governor. Because it's, like, I feel like he still is... The things that are, like, evil about him, mm-hmm. you can see how it, it would be, like, comic book. Like, oh, this guy, like, enjoys being a bad person. And yeah. 
whatever. Um, he rolls up with a leather jacket and a baseball yeah. bat wrapped in barbed wire, and you're like, okay, this yeah, is dramatic he means business. <laughs> and so, but I don't know. I just feel like I really liked him because he was basically like the anti-Rick, and I don't know. He was just like he's very like well, one, he's funny, which mm-hmm. you don't expect from like a terrible person. Yeah. And then you feel guilty for laughing at the things he says yes. when he just murdered a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then. He's, like, so charismatic that he, like, doesn't... He truly believed that he, like, could not be touched. All these, like, Rick, he's like, nah. Like, (laughs) what are you gonna do to me, you know? And it's like, we've been there with Rick this whole time. And Mm -hmm. it's like, no, no, no. Like, Rick has a point. Like, he probably should be a little scared. Yeah. Um, He has ripped a man's throat up with his teeth, so... That's one of the iconic Rick moments. My boy snapped. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, so I don't know, and I just feel like like Rick and Negan were very like evenly matched in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and so their like rivalry was really interesting. Yeah, it was a return kind of to the Shane conundrum. Yeah, because they viewed like, things very differently. Very differently. Yeah. yeah, like Negan's like I'm actually saving people because I'm instilling a sense of rules and society onto like what could be a free. Yeah, see that's the thing too yeah. is he was like trying to like, be more of, like, a ruler and, like, in charge of a really large group of people that it's, like, if you wanted to, you could be a part of it. Yeah. But you have, there's, like, all these, it was, like, a dictatorship sort of situation. He's trying to, he was trying to control how bad it's gonna get. Right. And I think that's a very interesting angle to explore. Yeah. Um, I think when he, when he first rolled up, first of all, I love how he decided he needed to go as dramatic as possible and wait in the RV for a bit and then swing out the door like, yes. I'm here, I've arrived, which was really And I funny. feel like so much of it has to do with that, that actor, too. Like, yeah. Like, comic book Negan's very much just, like, a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that actor does such a good job of, like, just making him way more interesting yeah. and, like, multi-dimensional. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it definitely at first he does seem very much like a comic book. Like he delights in it and he's like I'm going to be a bad guy and I've got this going on. And then the actor and the writers set up a lot more complexity down mm-hmm. the road cuz he's got the whole narrative of like, you know, I'm trying to keep things from getting worse kind of thing, so we're just embracing some bad and then curbing the rest of it. But then you also have the whole thing with like him and Carl. Where oh my it's god, like... yes. <laughs> Another time where Carl has like such an interesting relationship with some like a different character that you wouldn't think of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you wouldn't necessarily be like That's what like... yeah, that's one of the things. It's like Negan was like never interested in hurting Carl or kids in general. And it was such like a weird thing where like you could tell he liked kids. Yeah. And like I don't know, it's just like a weird like <laughs> character fact. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, well he may murder all these people in front of their loved ones, but he's not gonna hurt Carl. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was very strange because it's like he like respected Carl's like ca- like he was like Carl's a capable dude. Yeah. He's smart. And he, he was like, yeah, he was like constantly impressed by like yeah. look at what this kid can do. And then at the same time he's like, but he's still a kid, so we're gonna protect him from some things Even if I can. He hates his dad so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, so that was really interesting. And yeah. then like when he meets Judith Mm-hmm. And he makes spaghetti dinner for Carl Oh my god. And <laughs> That's what I love too is like like later when he's like doing things like that. Mm-hmm. It's like he has just has such a weird way of like approaching things. Yeah. And it's like Rick hates him. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna go to Rick's house, <laughs> cook his kids spaghetti. Yeah. Like it, I don't know. It's just like one of those situations where it's like I would never would have thought that yeah. this would like we're here happen. right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's almost like something that would be in, like, a fan fiction, maybe. Right. Like, someone would be like, wouldn't it be funny if Negan, like, you know, like to make spaghetti for kids? It's like, okay, maybe. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's canon. He goes to Rick's house and cooks dinner. for, And then is annoyed when Rick doesn't show up on time. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, you didn't even invite him, and you weren't invited, so. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like, I don't know, it's such an interesting thing of, like, Negan doesn't want to, he wants, oh my god, I was gonna say Regan. <laughs> he wants Rick to see his side of things and join him because he recognizes that Rick would be like a huge asset. You know what I mean? Like it's a they have like a weird mutual respect thing while simultaneously hating each other. Yeah. And I I don't know. I always felt like Judith wasn't in any danger from Negan either. Um, and see that both was so- as a baby and then as a, like mm-hmm. as a kid uh, later on. Um even though like it is framed as like he's like, you know, it's Negan sitting with Judith on his lap on the porch. And, like, it's a weird situation, and it's tense. Because yeah. it's like, he could he's crazy, he could snap or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, but he, he wouldn't harm Judith yeah. or Carl. But, yeah, I mean, like, and I like also how he handles trying to turn people over to his side. Because it's definitely, like, he evaluates people. It's a case-by-case basis. Like, yeah. with Rick, he's like, I need to push Rick, and then I need to, um, like, with Daryl, he's like, I need to push Daryl as far as I can, because he's not going to ever turn to my side and betray his friends kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But with Eugene, he was like, well, this guy wants self-preservation, so I'll just be kind to him and yeah. offer him things. So it's like he's... Yeah, he's changes, very smart. Yeah, he changes his tactics with mm-hmm. people, which I appreciate. And I think what's interesting, too, is like when he... Like the first couple like episodes that he shows up or whatever, it's like he's the bad guy because we've been following Rick this whole time. Right. And so we're like pro that group of people. But it's like if it was from Negan's point of view this entire time, let's say, I feel like you can see both sides, I guess, which is interesting. Like mm-hmm. Negan, sure, he's like hi- killing people when he shouldn't be, but it's like he's not, he's not doing it to like set the world on fire. Right. There is a universe where we could have watch The Walking Dead from Negan's perspective and we would have seen all of the stuff that led him up to the point of becoming this dictator. Right. And we would have, like, we they could have walked us to it. Mm-hmm. But because we met him when he was already a dictator, yeah. we don't, we're not going to agree with him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so interesting, like, because I just like snarky bad characters anyway. <laughs> so immediately I was like, yes. But then it's like, I never thought we'd get the character arc that yeah. we had have with him. That was just something that I personally was like, I would love to see that, but I didn't <laughs> think it would actually ever happen. Um, and that makes me so happy. And he's basically the reason why I'm still watching it, because now that my boy Rick is gone, <laughs> I don't know if I'd still be watching, honestly, if Negan wasn't still in it, which is so surprising. Like, he's now been there for so long. Yeah. I was surprised he made it that long. And it was so weird to have him not be the, like, I never thought he'd be in it. And not be the villain. I don't know. It's he's just... definitely not liked, but he is still... Yeah. Like, they they didn't kill him. I kind of thought he would die. Same. Um, Especially and... because of all the beloved characters that he yes. killed. It's like, there's no way the show's gonna try to give him a redemption arc. Because yeah. people were so mad. Yeah. He killed Glenn and Abraham right off the bat. Pun intended. Wow. And then... <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then he was... Um, he tortured Daryl. Made him eat dog food. Rude. Mm-hmm. And, and then, he, I mean, he came close to killing Rick. Yeah, multiple like, times. Like, a couple of times where I was like, yeah. I didn't think Rick would die, but I thought he might get maimed or yeah. something. <laughs> like, some permanent, like, injury or something. Yeah. That then they'd retaliate and then Negan went and ended up killed, but. Yeah, and he, I mean, he was honestly just a real jerk to Maggie 
after Glenn died, too. Like, he's, like... I mean, he was snarky about it, like, to Maggie or yeah. about Maggie. And I was like, dude, back off. Yeah. Um, and it's, then... like, a weird balance between, like, him playing or pretending... I don't know if he's pretending, but, like, him playing up being the guy that is gonna get them to not kill him. Right. Versus hanging on to his pride and being like, but also I'm not sorry I killed Glenn. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, there's a weird <laughs> balance between there. Where he's like, I'm not gonna pretend that I regret a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna pretend that, or I'm just going to, like, show that there's more to me than just the, like, evil person that you thought I was when I first showed up. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's the when he wears the Negan mask and when he's like genuinely sorry and then immediately turns around and says something snarky again and you're like, yeah, well there's like, that there's the whole thing of him like we mentioned with like Judith when she's older and him sitting in that jail cell forever. Yeah, and it's like he would get so close to being let out and then he'd say one thing <laughs> that was like the rudest thing he could possibly say. Yeah. And then he's kept in there. For, I'm like, why are you doing this yourself? Like, <laughs> was it really that important that you had to say that one snarky thing? Yeah. That just, like, completely yeah. made them disregard all the good things you've been doing for yeah. the last, like, however long? He had he had chances to make strides and went back every time. Exactly. Um, yeah, him, his friendship with Judith also, well, I don't know if, it, I don't know if she would call it a friendship. He calls it a friendship. <laughs> She just asked him for math homework help. Yeah, um, I mean, she clearly, like... She doesn't want anything bad to happen to no. him. No. But she, I also appreciate, though, that she's not always trying to defend him. Mm-hmm. Like, she does, like, tell Michonne that maybe we can give him a chance or, you know, whatever. But, like, when, when he is snarky to her, she's snarky right back. Yeah. And I love it. It's... And it's good because it, like, it further proves that it's, like, Judith trusts him she's like he's not gonna hurt me Mm -hmm. kind of thing and so it's like well if this kid keeps hanging out with him this whole time and like they have this weird friendship dynamic Mm -hmm. and like he helps her with her homework (laughs) you know what I mean it's like this weird like she's sitting in this cell not doing them any good yeah when he's like subtly over time proving that he's not a bad person so I the whole yeah the whole Judith and Negan thing was like so funny I loved when he gets out, right? And then he, he can't take care of himself, which is really funny. That was an amazing episode. <laughs> and he's, like, trying to find, like, a new jacket. Yeah. <laughs> it gets chased by dogs. He yeah. can't figure out he needs to boil water first. Come on, man. Yeah, that was just really funny. And then when he gets the motorcycle and starts to come back, and then she just steps out in the road and shoots at him. I, I honestly thought it was going to be, like, a weird dream or something. But then it, it just kept going. And I was like, oh, she actually shot him. Well done, Judith. Like, <laughs> She's not messing around. Yeah. She's got a good head on her shoulders. Yes. Which I guess brings us kind of up to the most recent season, season 10, or season 9 and 10, which is when... Okay, so first we should talk about when you first, the zombies, you start hearing the whispers. Yes. Because I ha- I knew, okay, so I think I, this is one of the things I had heard and forgotten mm. before I saw the show, was that there's a group called the Whisperers, and I completely forgot they existed. I just heard about it, like, I don't know, when people were talking about the comics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then when the zombies, you start hearing them speak on screen, I... I think I was alone in my apartment in Alaska, and it was an episode I decided I was going to watch completely in the dark because I was, like, about to go to bed. And then I immediately regretted it. Because I was like, oh, no. Yeah, that was probably then, one of the worst ones you could watch. I know, and I had to, like, turn the lights back on and watch, like, something funny before I went back to bed because I was like, oh, my God. 
But, um, yeah, it's just so creepy. Like, the zombies start talking, and I was like, are they evolving? Can that happen? Oh my goodness, like, what's going on? And then I think Daryl and Eugene, and who else is with them in that scene? When they go and rescue Eugene from the barn, after he and Rosita got in trouble, and the zombies were searching in grids for them, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh no, they're getting, and Aaron was there. Yeah, and they're getting smarter, and then Eugene was like, they're evolving, and I was like, okay, well, if this is the first suggestion they throw out, it's probably not what's actually going on. But I still didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I was, it was weird weird because mm. I think Adrian like after the fact he like remembered that mm. he had heard like about the whispers or whatever yeah and I think like a lot of the comic book people were like waiting and waiting for them to bring them in yeah because it was like at the end of an episode yeah and I remember we were like you know we weren't like waiting for it to happen or anything so it was just like okay and it was super dark <laughs> and then it's like someone said something and then we're like wait did, did they just say <laughs> and we, we, we rewound it mm-hmm. Listen to it again, and then had to put captions on. Yeah. And listen to it again, and we were like a hundred percent convinced that <laughs> it was zombies. Yeah. Like I don't know. I remember being skeptical that they were like evolving, mm-hmm. but I I really thought that they were zombies. Like it didn't yeah. cross my mind that they'd be people, like right. live people. But that that was like such a great way to introduce. I it. know. Like my mind was blown, and then we had to wait a whole week. <laughs> I know. To learn like what that even was. Yeah. Because I was like, what? Yeah. It's like they can communicate. And then they reveal it in the most dramatic way possible in a graveyard with a bunch of fog. All I remembered about that episode was the fact that they were being followed by the zombies and they ended up going to the graveyard. Mm -hmm. So I thought that's what the whole episode was about. And then when I rewatched it with my mom, that's also, I think, when Henry goes from the kingdom to Hilltop. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I forgot this whole other storyline in this episode because, like, this was, like, my favorite. The whole episode is centered around that. Yeah, I was like, this is my favorite. It was probably one of my favorite episodes because you don't expect it. And then they're in the graveyard and you you start hearing the whispers again and you're like oh no and then they're like they're in the middle of fighting zombies and then that one does the weird like side move and then just stabs jesus and i was like oh my god it was so crazy and I remember, I didn't tell my mom, when I watched it with my mom, I didn't tell her anything. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to spoil anything. And I just told her, I was like, this is a spooky episode. It's gonna get crazy. Let's go. So I just remember sitting on the couch with her and then, you know, he does the slidey thing and stabs him. My mom just like, like it went like, <gasps> and we had to rewind. She's like, do it again. And I was like, okay. So we rewound it and then we just watched it again and it was nuts. And then she's like, wait, is Jesus dead? I was like, yeah. And she was a little sad. I was mm. a little sad too. Because Jesus was pretty cool. Yeah, um, he was fine. <laughs> He was there. But yeah. He wasn't, he didn't actively annoy me, but I also didn't really, I don't know. I think it was mostly, it was also really sad just to see Aaron's reaction. Yeah. Because it's, that's always, I'm a sympathetic crier. So when, (laughs) so when, you know, another character is really upset about the loss of a character that I was upset about already or was like, oh, they were okay. It just magnifies it more and I'm like, oh no. Yeah, the whole, the whole concept of the whispers, I feel like, is so interesting and it made the last two seasons, like, I liked it way more than some of the middle ones. Yeah. Which is just odd because it's like, we just finished season 10. It's (laughs) like, like, you know, when I had caught up, I think we were at season 8. So I watched 9 and 10 like weekly. And like the end of season 8, I was like, this is fine. But like, I get why it's losing viewers over time. And I was like, Mm. this is a lot of seasons. Right. They should probably just stop since like Andrew Lincoln wants out. Like people don't want to be here anymore. And then the whole whisper thing got introduced and I was like, yeah, 
you could have done this, like, seasons earlier. It's so interesting. I'm like, yeah. I don't know why you saved it for this late in the game. I think it, it makes sense time-wise in the universe. Because, like, I, I feel like right out the gate, when the apocalypse goes down, no one's going to be like, well, I'm about to skin yeah. some people and I mean, wear yeah, some faces. I mean, yeah, you do need some time to pass. Yeah, so I feel like it, it made uh, some sense for it to be this late. Because, okay. We we totally didn't talk about the trash people. What's there to say? <laughs> but I feel like this besides is besides <laughs> Rick and the stabby zombie. Yes, the stabby man. the stabby zombie was cool. But um, <laughs> but like the trash people when they were first introduced, they bothered me and I couldn't quite put my finger on why. And then I realized this is only like Judith is like what three at this time, three or four. Mm-hmm. So it's only been like four or five years since the world ended, and these people have decided like they have this new way of talking. That's true. Yeah, they've gone like as if it's been like fifty. Years. Yeah, it's like it was like Mad Max vibes. Yeah, and I was like, I don't think you would have developed this language necessarily in that short amount of time. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, so they bothered me because I was like, I feel like you're from a different movie than yeah. than where we are. That's true. And so I feel like maybe if the if the whispers had been introduced, like I feel like you would have you would have needed to have gone through Shane and the Governor and Terminus to especially yeah, to have Terminus. Time pass. Yeah, because like Terminus, yeah. that's like an extreme. That's cannibalism. Mm-hmm. So the the whispers or like a step past that to like we are becoming zombies which is like just absolutely fascinating yeah like and it's so smart, like, survival-wise. Yeah. Because it's, like, one, you don't have to be afraid of the zombies. You can mm-hmm. literally just walk with them. Two, you're trying to fight people. They're not going to know who the zombies are and who... Yeah. Like, that's what made so much of the fighting stuff so scary. Yeah. And, like, why I constantly thought everyone was going to die. Because yeah. I was like, you don't know who's going to come up and stab you from behind. Yeah. Like, you can't just, like, systematically, like, autopilot kill all these zombies anymore. Right. Because you don't know who's an actual person. Yeah. And like so stressful yeah and they like negan was using the zombies as weapons as like part of his fence kind mm-hmm. of um, and the trash people use the spiky one as like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what that was as like a weird a test, test of rick's yeah. survival gladiatorial battles going on i don't know but yeah and then it's like this takes it a step further it's like not only are they our like protection there are weapons and it's so can, smart it's yeah like it's, it's so gross but it's so <laughs> fascinating i love it so much <laughs> It's so different from, like, anything else that they've done. Yeah. And unlike Terminus, it was explained. It was given the proper amount of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's, like, I don't know. It's just so interesting. And, I mean, I feel like cannibalism has been in other stuff. Yeah. I feel like... And I've never seen a zombie movie that does this. I know. Let's... And, and it's just so nice to have a female villain. Yes. Who's so creepy. Yes. That lady is absolutely amazing. Like, yes. her voice is disturbing. Mm-hmm. Her body language movements With her are snake disturbing. neck head thing yes. that she does. Oh, it's good. And she's, like, always shorter than a lot of the people she's talking to. So mm. she does the weird, like, she, like, sticks her face up at them. <laughs> and then she's, like, weirdly close to them. Yeah. And it's, like, so intimidating. Mm-hmm. Even though she's, like smaller than so many of the people she's talking. It's just great. I love her so much. She, like, I... I hated her. Yes. But, you know, I loved her for how I much I I don't approve of her life choices. No, and I was so but. scared that she was going to kill off people that I liked. Oh, yeah. Because she was so smart. Mm-hmm. And just the, her whole, the whole whisper thing. It's like, it's so hard. Like, you could easily see how they could be like 10 steps ahead of everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they can catch people off guard so fast. Mm-hmm. They can spy because you don't or, know if they're 
walkers or not. Yeah, and if they're with a large herd, they can send it in some direction towards an enemy. Yeah. And they don't have to worry about their own safety. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I don't know. It's great. <laughs> I love it so much. And yeah, yeah the freaking masks are that's so gross. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it goes back to which I thought was like, the first time they did it, I was like, that's disgusting, but amazing. Props to them. <laughs> with like the whole like drenching yourselves in like blood to like yeah. walk through crowds of zombies. I was like, that's really such like a cliche, like survival zombie thing. Right. But I liked it. Mm-hmm. And then this like takes it like 10,000 steps farther. Yeah. It's like, get this. <laughs> we are them. <laughs> like, we're not just smelling like them. We're yeah. walking like them. We're, we're like grunting like them. Yeah. We're going to wear their faces as masks. Um, we're going to talk in whispery voices, even when we're not wearing the masks anymore. Yeah. She's, that's another thing. She's, she's so, she's committed she's to the aesthetic. She's, you know, yes. she's decided this is it. Uh, that was another thing is that she's so calm all the time. Oh my god, I hated it. I know. It's like she's so it's calm. It's like a Miranda Priestly thing. Yeah. Where it's like there's like she's calm but there's crazy behind the yes. eyes. And like she's and she's like being like when she first walks up to the gates of Hilltop and she's like you have my daughter let her go and we have no conflict. And she's just like very calmly like that seems kind of reasonable. Like give me back my kid and we'll go on our way. Yeah. But then you know and you the, know she's nuts though. And it is almost like and a, abusive. I mean Negan didn't give them like classic like evil Negan didn't mm-hmm. really give them the option of saying no but it's like Alpha too like tried to negotiate like she was more like I'm not gonna put in the effort and waste my group of people right to try to start a war with you for no reason right you know like it was more like calculated and like yeah like you said like reasonable where it's like we're creepy as hell <laughs> but we'll leave you alone if you do this for me yeah. and then you don't have to and it's like I did I did believe her when she said that they go elsewhere because it's like why like she doesn't have time to deal with them if she doesn't have to it's like I don't know. It was cool because it's like she didn't have like a weird like vendetta against like yeah. Rick or something. Where yeah. It's like I must kill him no matter what. <laughs> yeah. No, I, it was very reasonable, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. So then it's like they they were clearly like observing them before, and they'd yeah. gone after a couple stragglers, but it wasn't like it didn't feel personal. It was just exactly like, well, you ran across us. We were gonna take your stuff, mm-hmm. and we know that this community exists, but we don't necessarily want to go after it right now. Maybe later. But, we'll, yeah. we'll keep you posted. Yeah. Keep you, <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that was crazy. And um, I really appreciated the episode with Lydia's flashbacks and how the flashbacks kept changing. Like, that was really cool and well done, I thought, to show, like, her slowly remembering what actually happened versus the memories she had, like, built up. Like, there was, like, it changed, like, who had cut their hair and which one had the tattoo and, um, and it was it was like an interesting way to let us know Alpha's backstory. Yeah, and it let us know like how Lydia's relationship with her mother has mm-hmm. like how it's changed. That's like her whole thing is like her daughter is safer without her. Yeah, but then it's like it's reasonable from Alpha's perspective to be like just give me Lydia and you never have to see me again. Yeah, but it's like then it's like you don't want them to give her Lydia. No, but then you can see why Alpha's retaliating. Like, yeah. It's such an interesting conflict because it's like they literally care too much about Lydia Mm -hmm. so they brought this all on themselves because they won't just give her up. And I'm like, that's 
fascinating. <laughs> I love it. And let's talk about the freaking, the classic episode where she puts on the freaking lady's hair she cut off. Oh my god, yes. And walks right up uh, into the freaking movie theater. God. Has a chat with Ezekiel before then. Oh my god, yeah. That was that was nuts. That's one of my favorite episodes because it was just so creepy. Mm-hmm. To, like, she looked like a normal person. Yeah. Like, and, and she, she started wearing, to act like, like a, a normal dress, person. And yeah. she, like, got rid of her whole weird demeanor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I don't like how fast you snapped out of this. I know! Like, it was so, it was, like, almost like a psychological horror kind of scary. Yes. Like, to see her being like that and just waltzing right in. Mm-hmm. I think that's the whole thing with Alpha is, like, there's a, a huge psychological horror element to it mm-hmm. that other villains didn't have. Yes. And so it's, there's a different level. They were more, like, I'm gonna beat you with this bat. Fear me. Yeah. And she's like, I'm gonna be this, like, creepy, subtle, insidious <laughs> thing, yeah. and then my people are gonna attack you because they they blend right in, yeah. and, yeah. We only saw her go into the town, mm-hmm. but I feel like there had to have been other ones, because yeah. they managed to snatch ten people. Unless yeah. she did that on her own. I would believe it of her. This but- is true. <laughs> She had a whole day, so. But yeah, that ugh, was one of my favorite episodes. I'm so, I was so stressed the yeah. entire time. I was like, she's there. <laughs> she yeah. shook his hand and he didn't even know. I know. <laughs> she walked off with him and then we didn't see him for a while and we don't know where he yeah. is. Yeah, and then it like it's revealed. I like how they also revealed like they were the way they did time was kind of weird because like she was in the town, she was with Lydia, and then like yeah, out in the woods, and then like she's telling them like there's a new border. You'll know it when you see it. Um, and then then they you see them seeing the people on their heads on the sticks, and then mm-hmm. you flash back to like right before it's revealed who is who it is. Like see, and that's very like psychological too. Yeah, yeah, and then that that launches the whole Carol. Alpha yeah, to me that thing. launched the downfall of Carol. Um, which she kind of redeemed herself at the end of season 10. I still feel like they needed to expand But she hasn't on... gotten all the way back up to where yeah. she was. I think because they didn't expand on what actually happened between, like, her and Negan and how that was working. I'm hoping they will. I hope so. Because in the preview, like, the promotional things, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of Daryl and there's a lot of Negan. And so I'm like, we really need to catch up on some Carol and Negan things that they just kind of glossed over. Because that was something, like, we never got to see them interact before because Carol was gone for the Negan stuff. Carol, why was Carol gone for the Negan stuff? You know I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't oh, even think... been that long, but I can't remember. Carol left for some reason, though. I mean, she leaves oh, a lot. she left, that's right. She left because she didn't want to have to kill for them anymore. And that's, she that's ended right. up... She yeah. ended up meeting Ezekiel. Sorry. She left too many times for me to remember. Yeah, she's left a lot. But I was just like, it was just annoying. Like, I get why she was acting that way. Mm-hmm. But it's like, we've seen her act that way before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just ready for, like, badass Carol yes. to be back. Um, and then I was so stressed the entire time because I thought Negan, every episode, he's going <laughs> to die. I was like, he's literally in there with them. And insulting Beta and yeah. insulting Alpha. And I'm like, you're just trying to die. Like, <laughs> I was so stressed for him and annoyed that he was there in the first place. Because I was like, if he's going to die from doing this, like, I'm yeah. going to be really annoyed. But that made for a lot of funny stuff, too. Because yeah. Alpha and Beta, like, <laughs> they're all the people with them, too, are just, like, kind of weird. Yeah. And to have, like, Negan, like, pointing out their weirdness and, like, <laughs> cracking jokes. And then, like, just rolling their eyes and hating him. Yeah. And then him having to wear a mask and then, like, walk super <laughs> and he's not able to herd zombies. He can't do it. He yes. just really sucks at it. It's, it's like really the basic skill that all of them except him have. Um, and I just appreciated the fact, like, their aesthetic, it's always like, they're whispering. They're, like, talking yeah, and he's loud voices. As hell. And he's just like, what up? And they're like, what are you doing? And so, Beta gets so annoyed and it's so funny. Yeah, Beta, yeah. The 
the weird dynamic between him and Beta was amazing. Um, so that was good. Like, it was suspenseful and it was useful to have him there. But then it was also, like, had some really funny moments. Yeah. But just as, like, especially because he's kind of, like, on his redemption arc kind of Negan, I was, like, just so stressed he was going to die I think it was, be- like, my trust issues from Game of Thrones have never gone away. Oh, yeah. And I'm just, like, I don't... And I don't know, like, in the general, like, Walking Dead fans, like, how most people feel about Negan now. Oh, yeah. So I'm, like, if he's generally not that popular anymore, I was, like, they don't really have a big reason to be keeping him alive for all these seasons. Because yeah. you wouldn't assume he'd still be here. Like, yeah. you would think he would have gone before Alpha came. So I was, like, I feel like he's past his time and <laughs> there something's gonna happen and he's gonna end up sacrificing himself for one of the good people right. and then he'll die and they'll be like, wow, he was a good person. <laughs> but we still hated his gun. <laughs> but we still hated him the entire time. Um, yeah. But that whole thing was interesting. It was just annoying how... As you and I said, he, like, went too undercover, and he didn't have to yeah. at points, but, um... And even Carol was like, what took you so long? Like, <laughs> but that's what's also weird, because I'm like, then you do it. Like, yeah, but... I, to an extent, I was like, he didn't have to do half of the things he did <laughs> to achieve the same goal, mm-hmm. but to have him be there for that long, be that in danger even though he did admit it. But it's like, we knew. Like, Alpha could have killed him at any point. Mm-hmm. And then have Carol just be like, what took you so long? I'm like, <laughs> um, rude. First of all, you're welcome. Um, patience. But I was also glad the way that, apparently it's the same as in the comics, which I didn't, I didn't ever read any of the Alpha stuff, but um, I was glad the way that they killed Alpha because I, I love to hate her so much. And I was like, she deserves like a death that's not just like stupid. Especially because she's been our only like really strong creepy female villain mm-hmm. i was like she deserves not to just be like shot with an arrow by daryl from far away yeah or something like that it needed like, to be up close and personal it needs to be up close personal and like i don't know like bittersweet somehow because mm-hmm. it's like you do like the circumstances that led to it it's like you feel sorry for her right but it's like you're still awful and i'm glad you're gone right but it was such an interesting... I loved it. Like, yeah. it literally, her whole character from start to finish was, like, fascinating the entire yeah. time. And I think it was kind of... I mean, because I kind of thought it would either be... I thought it was going to be Lydia, maybe, who got her. Same. I was like, that uh, would be poignant. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she had that... Like, there was that random episode where all of a sudden she and Daryl have, like, this knockdown drag-out fight... And they both end up bleeding in, like, this mechanic shop. Yeah. Which happened kind of randomly and really fast. And I was like, I wasn't prepared for this right now. There was no, like, it was kind of like no buildup. I feel like the episode kind of just started with him going after her. But, yeah. So, I, and then I was like, is this the episode where Daryl's going to get her, maybe? Um, but then I kind of liked, like, if it wasn't Lydia, I'm glad that it was Negan. Because it's someone who, weirdly enough, cared about her. I know. And that's and, the weird thing with him. Yeah. It's like... He got weirdly attached to her, and she got weirdly attached to him. Yeah. Which I didn't expect on her end. I was, or no. On, well, on his end either, really. She's she's nuts. I think I expected it less on his end. <laughs> um, because that it's alpha. <laughs> like... Well, I see, I didn't expect it on her end because it's like, it's Alpha. Like, why is she gonna... That's true. I'm just like... He's loud. This, like, tall, suave man in a leather jacket. I'm like, I'd be... She already has a tall guy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'd I'd go for Negan over Beta. I didn't say him. But I'm just just saying, like, I don't know. Negan's attractive, sure. But, like, from Negan's perspective, I'm like, he could do so much better than Alpha. Like... (laughs) 
Like, and he know like, he's been with her for so long, it's like, he knows how absolutely insane she is. Yeah. So the fact that he still cared for her, I'm like, that's weird. I think there's definitely, I think definitely it's part of it, is that, I mean, he's been where she has been, like, leading a group of people, and, you, and like, going to extremes. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, like, gets that part of it, and then, I think, because he already had, like, he cared about Lydia, too. Yeah. And so I think that's part of it, too, is that he cared about Lydia. And then I think him caring about Alpha has also helped him, his relationship with Lydia, because it's like... Like, like, he tells her, like, it's okay to like her mm-hmm. and be mad at her and hate her at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, and no one else is really telling Lydia that. Yeah. They either avoid it or they're just like, oh, I'm... Like, Judith tried. It was like, I'm sorry for your... Like, your mom died. Like, Judith kind of was on that same wavelength as Negan. Like, mm-hmm. it's your mom. You're allowed to be upset about it. But everyone else still kind of disliked yeah. Lydia. they didn't really give her a break. Yeah. Or they're... Or, like, like Daryl, they were too busy dealing with stuff to, like, take a moment. Yes. I was, I don't know, I loved the last two seasons so much, and I'm so excited for the new season, yes. which I never thought I'd be like, I'm so excited for season 11. <laughs> it's like, calm down. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, by the oh. time this goes out, we will have seen yes. the start of it already, which I'm excited. That Yeah, I'm excited too. I hope future me is happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, real quick wanted to talk about Connie. Yes, Connie. Yeah, speaking of people that I spent, yes, (laughs) speaking of people that we were worried about for seasons. (laughs) Because, okay, Connie's amazing. And that's, so when they introduced the new group of people with Judith, I was like, okay, new group of people, like new new people join all the time. New expendable people. Yeah, and then like, and it's like, you, we, you've gone so far with the core group that you care about the core group because we've had so much screen and time. And that's my problem. Like, yeah. Connie surprised me that I yeah. cared about her because normally I'm like, I don't have room to, like, care yeah. about these side people. Or they don't get enough screen time so you don't know enough about them yeah. to care and you're like, okay. Um, but, yeah, like, Connie is amazing. Uses the slingshot, which is super dope. And she just, like, she was cool. Okay, like, she was cool because she had the slingshot and she was, like, very capable. And then she pairs up with Daryl for the going after And Lydia. literally like, all I've ever wanted is for Daryl to be happy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm like, Connie's right there. See, I was always worried about them pairing Daryl up with someone because I was like, who is going to be like on Daryl's level? Right. And then Connie rolls up and I'm like, Connie's on her level. Connie might be too good for Daryl. And like, he was I was learning sign language. I know, that's so cute. <laughs> like he decided like he's going to learn sign language for her. And, um, she calls him on stuff and, like, tell, like, she, like, had the idea to go up to the high place in the building and she argues with him. She doesn't let him get away with, mm-hmm. like, having the last word. She's like, no. I just, like, when they're up there, she, like, slams the note against his chest and just walks away. She's like, conversation done. Dropping the mic. She's amazing. I yes. love her so much. And she's just so, like, capable and confident and caring. All of the, the seas. All of the seas. <laughs> yeah. um, and then with the cave-in, I was like, okay, it'll probably be like a couple episodes, maybe a Glenn thing where we're not sure if she's alive or not. And then Magda comes back. And I was like, okay, Magda's alive. That means Connie's alive. And then Nothing. Magda was like, I don't know where she is. And I'm like, she's somewhere though, right? She's not dead. And I think I also had heard that the actress was going to be in a different show. Something about that. I think she was in Marvel. And I was like, oh, cool. She's going to be in something else. But I was like, does that mean she can't do both? And then there was like, again, we had like, we would have references to Connie every now and then. Mm -hmm. And like, her sister was like, I feel like she's alive. And Daryl's like, we're going to find her. And I was like, okay, so she's somewhere. And then, yeah, we don't get anything until the very last episode. It's almost an after credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like at the very end. You see a hand in the woods, and I'm like, is this 
Is this Connie? I was like, finally, this better be Connie. I was like this needs to be Connie. I need to know what's happened to Connie. And then yeah, but then at the same time, I was like, how long has it been since she got out of the cave? Like how long? Like time wise? Yeah. Has she been lying there for a full week? How is she not dead? How is she not a zombie? And then like when we first see the hand, I was like, yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's an undead Connie. I was like, if it's an undead Connie, I will riot because <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. But yeah, and then. Dog, Daryl got a dog, and C- Dog loves Connie. Yes. Maybe more than Daryl. <laughs> it's just, it's so good. Yes. I love her so much, and I really hope she is safe, and they get back together, the whole group. Mm-hmm. And then, because there's going to be that Daryl and Carol TV show, right? Mm-hmm. I hope Connie and her sister and other people get to go with them on that show. I think, right, because this season's, like, setting that up for them, right? I think so. Like, for Daryl and Carol to, like, go off somewhere into whatever sets that up. Yeah. On a yeah. motorcycle road trip. Yeah, Connie better be there. That's Connie better say. go. If she dies, I'm going to be very upset. Me too. Because she deserves better. Yes. Yeah. I also would like to quickly mention how they psyched us out with Rick. Yeah. That was... I, can, I feel like I can count on one hand the amount of times I've cried at a TV show, and I did not expect The Walking Dead to be one of those shows, but I did not realize how attached I got to Rick, <laughs> and, like, that whole episode was so dramatic, mm-hmm. and then he freaking you think he blows up, and, like, of course he does it to, like, save everybody else, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, this is it, and then, like, everyone's, ex- like, reaction. Yeah. And I was like, this is so sad. I was like, he's literally, like, the main character of this show, mm-hmm. like, holding everyone together. Mm-hmm. And he was always trying to do his best. And I was, like, <laughs> so emo about it. And then, then I felt played. Yeah. I was like, if you're gonna do that, at least make it more of, like, a, a question of, yeah. like, is he dead? So he- that people who got so convinced that he died, and then I'm, like, sitting there crying. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, why was I doing that? I almost like it was yeah. kind. Of, I got like upset. I almost wish they had just committed to the death and was like, "He's dead." Me too, because that that's part of the reason I feel like I believed it was because I was like, "It's it's a good way to do it." Yes. So it felt very like believable, and yeah. it wasn't like, "Oh, I hate the way that they killed him off." Right. I was like, it makes sense for his character, and it was all and like, it's a good death for his character. Like I yeah. feel like Rick would have wanted to go that way if yeah. he couldn't live to a ripe old age and die to sleep peacefully. He's like, I would want to go out protecting the people I love. I know. And it was literally perfect. Yeah. And then I got played and I was <laughs> upset. And now I just wish Rick was back on the show. Because yeah. I'm like, if he's not dead, then where is he? He's been... And then... Because they time jumped right after that. Yeah. It's been nine years. And it's like, he, where has he been for a decade? Like... It's literally such a long period of time. I know. And it's like... I don't know. Yeah. It's it, it, and then I wasn't expecting Michonne to find a clue. Same. I thought he would just roll back up one day. Like, I mean, I assume, I think we heard that they were going to do movies, right? And then now this is the final season. Like, I assume he'll be back for part of it towards the end. Her, him and Michonne, hopefully. Yeah, I just don't get the point of, like, killing him off, but then being like, just kidding. Yeah, he's been helicopter I'm smashed. Like, then don't, somewhere. then you should have devised a different way to get him off without making people think he died. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was just, I was upset. Yeah. Because I like him so much. I and hope- then I think that's why I got so attached to Negan. Because I was like, well, he was my number two, but now he's my number one, I guess, because <laughs> I lost one of them. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, if Negan dies also, then what am I going to do? But we're fine. Negan's fine. <laughs> Connie's fine. Connie's fine Daryl's fine for now. And that's... 
That's all I need to know. That we're going to start off the new season with all of them fine. I don't know how... Because I... Okay, so I assume at the end of The Walking Dead, when it ends, mm-hmm. either in the movie or in the, the this upcoming final season, I feel like Michonne and Rick are going to come back to Judith and RJ and... They had better. Live at all Alexandria or something. Um, so my question is, why is there going to be a spin-off show with Carol and Daryl? I mean, that's going to be cool, hopefully, but it's like... <laughs> fingers uh, crossed. Fingers crossed it'll be cool. But, um, how... Why would Daryl just leave after Rick comes back? Like, your best friend is dead and gone for yeah, nine years. I feel like Daryl also has always kind of been, like, independent. Yeah. So I feel like I would hope that Rick would be back long enough for them to, like, catch up, talk, and then for Rick to, like, push Daryl to go off and do what he wants to do. Yeah. Maybe, get, I, I would I would like to think that they take, like, a year or two. Right. And then Daryl and Carol can, and Connie, I hope, can go off mm-hmm. and have a road trip for however long they're going to have that show. Yeah, that, that, that's odd. I don't, I don't really know why making that. I like both Daryl and Carol, but I don't know. Yeah, it does seem kind of strange to do it now. Yeah, like now that it's gonna be like after the the main show has ended. Yeah. And so it's like, it's just gonna make me wonder with whoever's left alive on the main show at the end. It's yeah. like, well, I wish we could follow up with all these people and yeah. not just Daryl, Carol, and hopefully Connie. Unless they're dog. the only ones who survive. Uh, yeah, dog better. Dog better live. I'm gonna be mad if someone kills dog because we already lost a tiger and I can't do that again. I can't handle dog dying. It'll be very sad. Yeah, I'm too attached to dog. Yeah. We've lost multiple horses, two of Ri- two of which I think were Rick's fault, if I remember right. And we've lost a um, Carl. We've lost a <laughs> That whole thing was so sad, too. Yeah. I, okay, so Carl was fine. I was, I was never, like, annoyed by Carl at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, Carl's an okay character, but he was never one of my favorites. Like, yeah. not in, like, my top five or anything. And then I was so, I think I did cry at his death, and I, like, I had met- I think, yeah, I think I teared up. I hadn't, sure. yeah. It, it. I, surprised me too because yeah. I was like Carl's there but then it's like I really liked Rick so I was like mm-hmm. Carl needs to be here for Rick mm-hmm. and then Michonne made me like Carl more I know and then Negan made me like Carl more and then I was like all of my favorite characters have such great relationships with Carl right that I was like he needs to stick around because his interactions with all these people mm-hmm. like I love it and then that's when he finally was like peace I'm out yeah and I was like how could you <laughs> and I think it was also like the way they did that episode, where it's like it's just, like he he took the day to spend yeah, the like day with his. Yeah, he knew. Sis. Yeah, he knew. And I he think wrote that's part of it too, is because he was trying to like he didn't want to upset people by it. Yeah, and I'm like, you're the one who's dying. Yeah, like, I don't know why you're so concerned about with, like, inconveniencing everyone yeah. else when it's like they. But it was like classic Carl. I know it was very selfless. And, yeah, and then the whole thing with like he, like he and Michonne had all he he had, they'd already had that conversation about like if you're a zombie, like someone you love should be the one. To mm-hmm. end you as like a respectful thing. Yeah. Like he was like, I would do it for you. And then he was saying, well, I can do it so you don't have to when he was dying. And I was like, oh my God. Because he's the kid who had like, he'd already had to shoot his mom. And Dude, I know. He's literally went through so much. I know. And, and he was still such a good person. Yeah. And he, he like, he definitely had like a better moral compass than Rick, mm-hmm. like consistently. Yes. And so that was always interesting. Like as he got older and Rick, you know, cut people's throats out with his teeth. It's like, well, hey dad, maybe, 
You know what I mean? Like, he was almost like, and then it was, like, interesting for Rick to be like, you're my son. Like, how can you not agree with me kind of thing. Right. And so that was all very interesting, too, since Carl had, Carl's been there the entire time. Yeah. But he has, like, a better objective perspective on everything. Yeah, I don't know. I really liked him toward the end. Yeah. I was like, they did a really good job with this character. And I do like the way he died. I was like, if he has to die, like, it felt very, you know, Carl. Like, it wasn't yeah. out of character. But then I feel like since he's died... Since he died, now I feel like I like him more in retrospect because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, like if I were to rewatch it, I feel like I would appreciate Carl more. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I like him more when I watched it the second time with my mom when mm-hmm. I already knew what was going to happen to him. Yeah. I was just like spent the whole time going, you know what, Carl is... Carl is a pretty good character, pretty good kid, um, and I kind of wish they hadn't killed him off. I do too, because I, I don't know, it just kind of feels like in that trap of like, oh, well, that's an easy, like, super impactful death right. to kill off our main character's kid. Yeah. And it's like, you've already killed off his wife, and now you're going to kill off his son. Yeah. Uh, it was just kind of like, pick somebody else then, like, if you want. I don't know, it just feels very, like, an easy way out to be was, like, let's just take another family member from Rick. It, it, you know? it, their relationship had been such, like, a cornerstone of the of Rick's character and then like the Walking Dead. Yeah, it was like father son trying to survive a zombie yeah. Yeah. apocalypse. And then it's like and then when when the son dies, it's like, how is the dad supposed to keep going? I mean, he does have a daughter, but, like, I don't know, like, so much of what Rick has done has been to protect Carl and to build a better life for Carl. Yeah, so, like, like, so many of the things, yeah. like, of, like, the awful things he went through mm-hmm. was because of Carl. Yeah. Or for Carl. But, <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, so, yeah. I know, it's, like, devastating. And so, yeah, I, like, I think as a as a writer. And that's probably I don't know why part I, of the sympathetic cry. Yeah. <laughs> As a writer, like, I feel like that... If it was gonna happen, I feel like it should have happened earlier. Because Mm -hmm. then, you know, you have Rick recovering and then carrying on for Judith kind of thing. But, like, because, like, Carl lasted so long... Yeah. Like, I don't think it made sense, like, to kill him off then. Mm -hmm. I feel like Carl... He's been established as, like, the future, part of the future generation. Yeah. Like, Judith and Carl and Lydia and Henry, and they're all future. Like, th- that's what people are fighting for, is for them. Yeah. And for what they can grow up to be and, like, how they're going to live their life later on. So, yeah, to, like, kill off... And he's, like, I mean, he's the most pivotal kid. Yeah. Like, we've, we've known him from the beginning of the show. Judith came along later, and, I mean, as much as we all love Judith now, it's, like, yeah, for a while... Yeah, don't know like, her the same way. Yeah. Plus, I feel like if they were gonna write off Rick, mm-hmm. it's, like, they should have kept Carl. Yeah. Because it's, like, literally, like, a mini Rick. Exactly. Like, you still feel like Rick's there, even when he's not. And then it doesn't feel like you weirdly just lost the main character of the entire show. Yeah, like... There like, was it would have made more sense, honestly, to have Rick, Rick die, die. And Carl continue on. Exactly. As part of, like... Cause Rather then than the other way around. All the time jumps. Like, it's Carl growing up, and then yeah. we're following Carl. He's the new, like, main character kind of thing. Yeah. Plus, we'd also killed off Beth mm-hmm. and Lizzie and Lizzie's sister. <laughs> I don't remember her name. It's Mika. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I always was like, isn't it Micah? Right. Um, <laughs> but, like, you've already killed off kids before. Like, yeah. And, like, we start with a zombie girl. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the first zombie we see killed on screen. So, yeah. Like, if it was just, a, like, a dramatic death, like, we're killing a kid, it's like, you've already done that. Carl's yeah. a, Like, Carl has a fundamental... He's, like, he's... In a weird way, he's kind of the heart of the show because he's, yeah. like... Rick's main concern mm-hmm. and, and Rick's the, the heart like of the show. Like said, he's like the reason for so many of the plot points yeah. of the show. It definitely, yeah, it definitely felt like a strange choice. Yeah. And it was a bummer. Carl! <laughs>
But yeah, I don't know. I that show is one of the only shows I still watch that's like actively live. Yeah. And I definitely think it might be in my top five like mm. TV shows. Nice. Which is saying something. <laughs> because there's a lot that I like, but I don't know, Walking Dead just hits different. And the fact that it's been so good. Yeah. In like these late, late seasons. Yeah. That it's like it's so nice because it's not like you feel like you're just like clinging on to something that's like slowly <laughs> like falling off a cliff. Yeah. You know? So I'm really excited to see how they wrap it all up. Me too. It better it better be good. <laughs> <laughs> My expectations could not be higher. <laughs> So yeah, I guess that's that's all we have time to say about The Walking Dead. Yeah. Let us know who your favorite characters are. Let us know what you think is going to happen next. Yeah. We'd like to know your theories. Although by the time this comes out, we'll probably have already seen the, the first. Pi- the first couple, maybe. I think the first two, maybe. First two. So yeah, that was our jam this week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>